everyone. Today, I have Vanessa Villarreal, the Director of Channels and Alliances for CorePay, and I am so excited to have you here on the show. Yes. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, let's dive right into questions because I have a lot of them for you. First, your role is Director of Channels and Alliances. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about what that is and when you started? Yeah, exactly. So as you mentioned, I am the Director of Channels and Alliances uh, within the Enterprise Team at CorePay, uh, specifically within the cross-border division. Um, I've been with the organization since December of 2020, uh, which is not terribly long ago, but I will say it does feel much longer in a good way. (laughs) Uh, given the level of comfort I built and and also getting to work with some really amazing people. Uh, In my role, I help organizations that are looking to work with a partner uh, in helping implement a payment solution within their existing platform. Um, Also, I work with companies that see a value in having a partner for any of their clients that could utilize an international payment solution as well. That is so well put. I love the the bow you put on that. That is a great description. Uh, And now, full left turn, what do you like to do in your free time? <laughs> you know, uh, honestly, Sarah, I think ideally most people would say travel, but to be honest, I am very much a homebody uh, and I love movies and television. I, I love comedies uh, and I've actually done a bit of comedic writing for some small productions, which is fun. Uh, I'm also a huge Star Wars and Marvel fan, you know, from both movies to television. You know, I tend to just love it all, you know, especially when they get it right, uh, which is most of the time. That is true. Have you been able to narrow down a favorite Marvel character, Star Wars character? Are there too many that you love? Honestly, there are too many. I think there's there's some movies that I've just been such a huge fan of um, and characters as well. To narrow it down, I think would be a little bit hard for me. So I'm just going to leave it at the broad scope. Um, I love it. I could, I could definitely rank movies if we ever had the time, but I think, you know, for now, I'll just keep it at the broad scope of things. We'll do Vanessa episode two movie rankings. And that's yes. the whole episode. <laughs> and trust me, I could go on and on and on. <laughs> Uh, all right. So I think we kind of have answered part of this, but what is your favorite book, maybe musician or game, something else that you love? You know, um, speaking of what we were just talking about in terms of movies, I, I actually do have a favorite movie and uh, believe it or not, it's not a Star Wars or Marvel film. <laughs> um, it's actually The Lion King. Um, you know, I, I know it's a movie that a lot of us saw when we were young. Um, but I think it's one of the few that definitely holds up into adulthood. It's just, you know, a really timeless story. It's emotional, but it also includes a lot of good laughs, you know, some amazing music um, scored by Hans Zimmer. Uh, and I would just say it holds a special place with me. I think you're so right. That is one of the best Disney movies. It might be because it came out when I was little, but it I had the Lion King, like sleeping bag, all the posters, like posters. Yes, yes. exactly. That was, that was literally my bedroom growing up. And, you know, but even that now watching it, you know, as an adult, it's still just, like I said, timeless and, you know, it's made for all audiences, which is great. And it just, it's nothing has uh, topped it so far in my book. So I agree. Music is also top notch in that one. It is exactly. Mm -hmm. You have great taste. (laughs) Thank you. If you could spend a day, a whole day, with just one person, who would it be? You know, this is an interesting one, um, and it's it's a little bit unusual, but I would have to say uh, a fellow by the name of Dick Cavett. He is an older late-night talk show host from, I think, around the early 60s all the way through the 90s, and he's interviewed some of the most interesting people in music and television and film history. 
for example, he's interviewed John Lennon, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Lucille Ball, Marlon Brando, Judy Garland, you know, the list can go on. And you can actually watch all these interviews on YouTube. And I just think that he was so ahead of his time in terms of his interview skills uh, and his humor and his jokes. Um, and also the way he handled some um, some interesting people that today I think would have not necessarily made it onto television <laughs> with the antics they were pulling back then. But uh, but he was able to handle it well. And he's he's 85 right now. So he's he's still around. And I'd, I'd love to, to spend a day with him and just, you know, pick his brain and, and, and hear about his history. Wow. I want to tag along on that day because I had never heard of him and I need to pick his brain too. You know, Sarah, I couldn't even tell you how I discovered him. I think it was, you know, possibly a, a YouTube rabbit hole one day and then <laughs> learning more about, you know, what he's done and how he's been in the industry for so many years. Um, like I said, all of these interviews are on YouTube. And if you take a look, you'll you'll see some, um, some pretty timeless people um, in terms of, you know, again, music and television history that he was actually able to interview that not many people were. So... That is so cool. I know what I'm doing after work today. I'm going down the same YouTube rabbit hole because I need to see these. <laughs> it's, it is. It's really interesting. Yep. All right. Again, another left turn. I kind of enjoy weaving us through in this interesting way. Will you tell us what your career path has looked like? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, my overall career was started in sales. Uh, I, I naturally moved into more of a strategic role in B2B selling or business to business. Um, and that's what really helped me gain a lot of experience in building relationships directly with stakeholders in various organizations. I think it was just over eight or nine years ago uh, that I was recruited by a payments company, having no experience in payments or foreign exchange. Uh, I was recruited originally for a strategic sales position uh, when someone in the organization actually looked at my background and said, you know, that I should instead apply for a position in partnerships. And Turns out that's what I've been doing ever since. Um, you know, it's what I've been doing within the payments industry. And uh, to be honest, now that I joined CorePay, I, I really believe that I came on board at just the right time. You know, it's an amazing uh, journey so far. And to be a part of it, you know, at this stage of growth, I'm just so excited for what we'll be seeing in the future. I am with you. I came on like right as we were becoming CorePay, and it has been so fun to watch. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. Really, just, it has. And it's amazing how it just keeps going and going. And and I fully agree with you. This place is excellent. It really is. Yeah. So what's one thing you wish you had known before you began your career? You know, one thing I wish I had known early on uh, in my career is that it's okay to lean on others. It, you know, it's okay to ask for help when you don't have all the right answers. You, you quickly realize that it's better to, to work alongside your colleagues in, in helping find, you know, the best solution for partners and clients. And they can have ideas that you wouldn't have previously thought of. I think collaboration is a huge key to success. Um, I might have been a little bit shy early on in my career. And I think now having learned that, um, it's something that I wish I had known. But, you know, growing into it, you know, I love working alongside colleagues and in finding, you know, the best solution. And it's just been a, a part of my my strategy ever since. That is definitely advice, I think, that really stands. It seems kind of scary in the beginning of your career to ask questions and lean on people. And then as you get better at it, you realize, oh, everyone's doing that. And I just exactly. didn't know. <laughs> no, you're, you're exactly right. And, and it's better to, again, like, if you know, not to, to pretend you don't, not to pretend you have um, the right answers when you don't. It's, it's okay to say, you know what, let me get back to you. I'm going to ask a couple of my colleagues, see what we, what we come up with, and then, you know, get back to the, uh, to the partner, the client with, you know, with the best answers. 
Yes. Yeah. I love that that's the culture here also. I never feel like I've had a dumb... Well, let me correct that. I have definitely had a dumb question. No one has ever made me feel like it was a dumb question. Right. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've all sort of felt that way. So I agree. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. So what advice would you give to someone that wants to pursue a career similar to yours? You know... I would share with others, especially if there's somebody that's come, you know, outside of the payments or foreign exchange industry, um, and it's something that they'd like to pursue, that they should absolutely do it. Um, you learn quickly that, you know, many of us did not start out in payments or foreign exchange. Uh, it's something that, you know, might seem a little bit jarring at first if you don't know, you know, certain lingo or information, um, but you're able to pick it up really quickly. And I think it's it's one of the most surprising things you find out is just how, quickly, you can speak fluently within the industry, Um, especially with myself, you know, coming from outside sales, I think, you know, stepping into payments, you know, now I've, I've learned everything inside and out. And I think, you know, for others that are, you know, wanting to step in or step outside of their current career industry, I think it's something that's a, it's really exciting. And there's, there's always trends and and things moving um, in this industry. And it's just something where, you know, don't, don't be afraid to take a leap here. Yeah, that is, Absolutely true. I did not start out thinking that I would work in any form of payments or any of that. I was like, I want to talk to people. But it turns out you can do that and work in payments at the same time. Exactly. (laughs) Yep. And then do you have any resources that have helped you along the way in your career? You know, there are so many payment resources and publications. Um, One example is payments.com. You know, these, these, these publications really, you know, help you remain up to date on everything that's going on within the payments industry. You know, things are constantly moving and shaking. You know, it's it's something that helps, especially when, you know, we're looking at potential partners and, and clients. It's good to see what everybody else is doing. Um, you know, I would say that also just being connected within, you know, with people within the industry uh, at other organizations has helped me learn, you know, also what the trends are and where things are potentially headed. Uh, you know, although we're considered competition, I still think it's good to be close with others in the industry. Um, I think most people would agree with that. Uh, we're all somehow connected and we all somehow know each other. And it's something where, again, um, you might hear an ear from someone in, in terms of what's going on. And it's good to, to, to be up to speed on everything. Yeah, that is so true. Resources, including your community, is so important. And I think a lot of the times people don't consider that a resource like they think of like oh well it's like a relationship but it's also a resource you've got all these brilliant people in the same field as you yeah exactly no I agree very sage advice (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay this one is one of my favorite questions especially because payments is such a unique industry what is a common myth about your profession or your field that you want to debunk you know, I think one common myth that we come across often is that the bank is the only way to go when it comes to payments and foreign exchange. It's still really surprising to me just how many organizations, even some of the larger ones, that still don't know that resources like CorePay exist. We, we don't remove anyone from their banking relationships. You know, instead, we're just simply enhancing their existing process and providing a much more personalized level of service and a higher quality technology as well. That is really interesting about the bank piece, because I would have just assumed before working here that you have to have a bank to do it. And like you said, not that you can't have a bank to do it, but I do. Exactly. All right. I've got my last question here for you. And this one's kind of a doozy. If you could step into my shoes, 
what would you have asked yourself that I didn't? You know, Sarah, you honestly asked so many great questions. That's a little bit hard for me. Um, but I would say what I would ask is what I love about my job. Um, there are so many facets to partnerships that I really love. And one of the best things has been the relationship building. Ongoing relationships are really fulfilling and, and having connections has really helped me build a strong network. Uh, I also love being able to build trust with people. I think that's one of the most important things uh, to have, you know, regardless of the field or the industry you're in. Absolutely. You are correct about that. And I also know that you're great at building relationships because I have had so much fun talking to you just during this podcast. <laughs> it's been so much fun. This has been <laughs> this has been great. Such a highlight to my day. This was a delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I loved your perspective. I love Star Wars. And I also really love that you have the same passion about the Lion King that I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's a it's a great thing to have. Well, you are that part. Sorry. (laughs) No, I love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And we will see you all again next month. Thank you so much, Sarah. Really appreciate you having me. 